Hello, welcome to the self-learning podcast by Dr. Shushma Singh. Let us start discussion on Unit 14, Workers and Peace and Movements in India. And our topic is the Tibhaga Movement. The Tibhaga Movement is one of the two great movements who, which rose in India in mid-40s immediately after the World War II. The movement arose in North Bengal and included the districts of Dinaspur and Rangpur. In East Bengal and Jalpaiguri and Malda in West Bengal. The movement was for the reduction in the share of the produce from one half to one third that is the rent which they used to pay to the Jyotidars who possessed superior rights on land. It was revolutionary in character in terms of the demands raised and was consciously organized by the Kisan Sabha. Hence, it marked a departure from the pattern of movements noticed in the country under the leadership of the Congress and influenced by the Gandhian ideology. In Bengal, where the revolt took place, the permanent settlement had been introduced in, 19, in 1793, and this had inaugurated a new arrangement in the pattern of land holdings in the region. Between the Jamindars and the direct peasant producers, there came into being a number of intermediaries such as the Jyotidars. These Jyotidars in turn used a to sublet their land to a Bargadars or sharecroppers who cultivated the land and used to pay a part one half of the produce known as Adi or Bhag to the Jyotidars. The rights of the Bargadars in the piece of land which they cultivated were only temporary and existed only a fixed period, usually for a period of five years. The Jyotidars were not the only exploitators in the rural economy, but there are existed the Mahajans or the money lenders, often the landlords themselves who used to provide credit to the Bhagdars. Thus the exploitation of the Bhagdars or the Jyot, by the Jyotidars and Mahajans was complete. There were a few peasant owners who owned the cultivated on their piece of land but were always under pressure and very often lost their land and joined the category of landless peasants and turned Bhagdas often on their own piece of land. Though the Bhagdas constituted around the one-fifth and quarter of the ruler population, the movement encompasses the entire ruler population. The condition of the ruler landless and the peasant became horrible with the Bengal famine in 1947-43, when the, according to conservative estimates, 3.5 million peasants perished in the 
great bengal famine the movement began as a movement of middle peasants on their own behalf but later on drew on sharecroppers or the bhagdars bhavani sen point out that the history of the tibhaga movement can be tracked back to 1939 when small peasants revolted against the jyotidars officially however it started in 1946 though it gathered movement in the year since 1945 it was only in 1946 when the communist party of india threw its weight behind the movement it took a revolutionary turn the main struggles were fought during the time of harvest season when the sharecroppers refused to provide the amount of paddy to the jyotidars refusing to pay to the jyotidars the bhagdars took away the paddy to their houses or kamars or threshing place and that precipitated the struggles in the countryside the jyotidars got the support of the police to protect their interest it was the peasant community committees which became a power in the village and led the peasants these committees carried out the administration of the villages the muslim league and the congress supported the jyotidar and eventually was successful in suppressing the movement the movement eventually collapsed and was officially called off in the summer of 1947 though the movements failed it had important implications for the entire history of the agrarian struggles in india now let us discuss the telangana peasant uprising the telangana peasant movement started in mid 1946 and continued till the october of 1951 the movement engulfed the whole of the telangana region of the hyderabad state and the adjoining districts of andhra delta it has been regarded as the most revolutionary of all the movements in india and its character and or political objectives the cpi through its peasant wing the kisan sabha launched the movement it appears that the cpi could launch the movement after it and shoot the strategy of united front and adopted a strategy of initiating insurgentary struggles in the whole of hyderabad state to which the telangana region belonged there were two main types of land tenure the first was the khalsa or diwani tenure which was similar to the royatwari system that is the peasant proprietary system under this system the land owners were not called actual owners but were called pattedar registered occupants and under this system lay around 60% of the land of hyderabad the actual occupants were the shikhimdar who had full rights of occupancy but were not registered 
when the pressure on land grew the shikimdars also leased out their land to the tenants but the later were not the real owners neither had they any protection against eviction the second kind of tenure which existed was under the jagirdari system serf ekhas was the special land assigned to the nizam himself these were the crown lands and the nizam's noblemen who were granted land in turn of military services during the emergency administered these lands the peasants under the jagirdari system were the most oppressed in the whole of hyderabad state the peasantry in the telangana region suffered the most oppressive system of exploitation the movement led by the communist began in nalgonda district in 1946 and then spread to the neighboring warangal and bidar district and finally engulfed the whole of the telangana region the objective of the movement from the very beginning was a broad one and was concerned with the whole of the peasantry against illegal and excessive extraction by the rural feudal aristocracy the most powerful demand was that all peasant debt should be written off the second stage of the movement began with in order to counter the oppression let loose by aristocracy the peasantry launched the armed struggle thus with this movement entered into its revolutionary phase it entered the revolutionary phase when over 2000 villages set up their own peoples committees these committees took over land maintained their own army and own administration this rule of peasant in a large part of the region and the armed resistance continued until 1950 and was finally crushed by the indian army it was ultimately called off in 1951 it was an agrarian struggle in which many peasants were killed by the army of the landed gentry and later by the indian army after the takeover of the hyderabad state by the indian army the demands raised were broad ones and the nature of the struggle itself makes this movement one of the most revolutionary agrarian struggles of india unmatched so far in the indian history now let us wind up the session and take rest thank you very much for engaging yourself with a self learning podcast